I find working, doing a startup and trying to manage um, a family life and sort of keep all the balls in the air is extremely difficult and I mess up all the time. Um, and my children are incredibly patient and understanding. You know, I'm always the mother that's not at the football match at school or that I get the date wrong or, you know, I the cake for the cake sale and you know and then I feel really guilty um but I think the good thing about working for yourself is that when on the other hand they have things like I don't know their nativity play or concerts or stuff that you actually do if you can organize your time well enough you have the scope to um to actually take that time out of your day and actually you know do those things that that's the advantage even if you're working till midnight later Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, brought to you by Startup You, inspiring, educating, and connecting the startup community to help you make a full-time living doing what you love. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, Virgin mentor, and founder of Startup You, the regional delivery partner for Virgin Startup. Each episode provides the story of an entrepreneur who talks us through their successes and failures. You get to take on board all of their learnings and none of the failure. This podcast is brought to you by Barclays Eagle Labs. National Network of Eagle Labs provides entrepreneurs, individuals, and ambitious businesses with the space, tools, and confidence to innovate and scale. Barclays offers co-working and office space, structured mentoring, events designed to help businesses grow, industry and corporate transformation, and access to new and emerging technologies. To date, they have 18 locations, helping 378 businesses with 1,380 co-workers. Go to labs.uk.barclays. Welcome to episode 91 of Screw It, Just Do It. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, and on today's show, I welcome Katie Brindle, the founder of self-care method, Hey You. Before starting, I'm going to say a massive thank you to everybody who attended last Saturday's Startup and Scale Summit in Bournemouth. Absolutely blown away. Um, Sold out audience who traveled from all over the UK to be there. Um, Huge thank you to everybody who attended from speakers, sponsors, sponsors. all the attendees, all the helpers, absolutely anybody and everybody, all of our partners who had something to do with it, completely blew me away that people had travelled um, from all over the UK who listened to the podcast. So massive thank you to all of you who did that. Honestly, meant the world to me um, by you doing that and making it such a successful day. Loads of lessons to be learned. Um, and I think we got 95% of it right. Would love to know your feedback. Um, just go to reviews and ratings at iTunes to let me know your thoughts um, or you can get hold of me socially at Alex Chisnell on Twitter, Instagram, at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. Those of you who didn't get a chance to speak to, um, please do get in touch. And those of you who did, please follow up again. I will get back to everyone by the end of this week. But um, following hot on the heels of a hugely successful event, um, announcing another event. So um, last one for the year will be in Bournemouth with Ted Baker founder Ray Kelvin um, on the 29th of November at this workspace. So massive news. Just go to the startupu.co.uk forward slash events to grab your ticket for that. Tickets are going to go really, really quick. Um, send it out to the attendees 
from Saturday who got an early heads up when I announced it um, at the event on Saturday and literally um, sent out an email today to those and already 50 tickets have gone. We're limited by space, obviously. Um, and this is all to you guys before it goes out in the in the press. Last year, when when Ray attended, um, the the Bournemouth Echo announced the event before we even had the chance to send out a post on social or via email, and we sold 250 uh, all of our seats within 48 hours. Um, so I don't want you to miss out. Honestly, this is um, last year's event was the, the best live event I've ever seen. He was just unbelievable. Um, two hours talking, started with a Q&A with me and he went completely off piste after one question and just stood up, did a monologue, walking into the audience, um, stayed an extra hour speaking to everybody, answering every question, taking every selfie. So um, something to be seen, I can assure you and would love for you to be there. It's going to be an evening event uh, on a Thursday when Wednesday, the 29th of November. So grab your tickets. Early birds from £15 only. So um, back in the mix with today's interview with Katie. So um, inspired by Chinese medicine, the Heiyu method offers um, effective ways to combat stress. Okay. So over the years as a practitioner, Katie has become convinced that stress was the most frequently and underlying cause of the ailments she was both diagnosing and treating herself. Now, with regards to her own background, um, a car accident put a stop to Katie's dreams of becoming an opera singer. So she embraced uh, Yang Xiong, which is a Chinese approach to self-care to help overcome complications around a whole bunch of things, fertility, weight, stress, depression, fatigue that inevitably followed um, such a traumatic incident. So to help others embrace the healing powers, she developed Hey You, which is a game-changing brand that's focused around just one-minute rituals um, and a clever beauty tools that she's designed and products that she um, has launched off the back of this as well. Also has a book coming out 2019 to tie all this together. Uh, splits her time between Somerset, London and Asia. Um, found out we had loads in common. Um, could really, really relate to Katie. Really, really enjoyed this interview. Uh, I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Uh, managed to strip down my, my one hour morning routine into far more easily uh, adjustable ways to make my my life, um, my daily life, personal and business, far more effective with regards to my, my time management, um, time I spend with my family, time I spend with my team at work as well. So um, without further ado, let's start up. When I started um as a massage therapist. So uh, originally I was going to be an opera singer um, and then had this car accident which damaged my vocal cords. And so I ended up working for a large corporation after that just because I didn't really have any choice whilst I was looking for the solution to my own pain. And I think it was when I discovered Chinese medicine and I requalified. Really at that point was when I started working for myself. Um, but that was very much a sort of self-employed therapeutic kind of basis. Um, the journey then sort of meandered around until I qualified as an acupuncturist um, and then was then in clinic. 
And at that point, I had a much deeper knowledge of Chinese medicine and realized that there was a whole load of sort of tools and techniques that were available to us um, that we just simply weren't using. Um, and the only place I could get a lot of this stuff from was kind of Alibaba um, or because I was actually going to China myself and I was just literally buying things over there to bring back so that I could, I mean, at the beginning, I was practically giving this stuff to my patients um, so that they could just get better and that I give them stuff that I knew would be good. Um, and then really it was just sort of after doing that for, you know, maybe six months that I suddenly thought, right, you know what, I need to actually kind of, you know, um, streamline this and make it into some kind of business whereby I can actually control the production line and I know the quality of the goods and I know where they're coming from um, and actually, you know, get this set up properly. So that was that started about five years ago. Okay. And did, and did you do that? All yourself, or did you did you help 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 part of that journey? To start with, the whole of the beginning, it was all done by myself, um, as these these things normally are, aren't they? When you have a startup, I I remember sitting there in clinic, and I was absolutely convinced from a very early stage of being an acupuncturist that really um, there is so much that you can do for your own health that you don't necessarily need to have a therapeutic relationship to get better. I mean, it's nice to have one, but if you don't have time or you can't afford it, there are other options. Um, and I remember sitting in clinic thinking, well, how hard can it be to kind of get some products together to, you know, make a little range? Um, and with that really naive thought in my mind, I then proved to myself about two years later that actually it's really, really hard to do. Um, and and you're all on your own and you make loads of mistakes um, and you get as much wrong as you get right, which with hindsight would have been so much easier to have known in the beginning. Um, then you start needing to add a sort of, you know, expansion. You have to start employing people um, and you often employ the wrong people, even though you think they're right at the time. So you lose loads of money that way. And then you suddenly become an expert in employment law and contract law. And suddenly, suddenly you find yourself kind of you know, you think, gosh, you know, I was an opera singer and then I was a Chinese doctor and now I'm kind of a business sort of person. You know, I'm, I'm in charge of a startup and I need to know what I'm doing. Otherwise, it's going to cost me dear. So you, you wore many hats by the sound of it, like many, many entrepreneurs. Oh, like so many entrepreneurs. I mean, you just sit there and you have to be, you know, a master of all trades, to be honest. You really do. And did you, at that point in your journey, had you experienced much stress and a difference in in work-life balance or was that just magnified when you when you set up your own business and you had to essentially do everything um well I've always worked very hard I think um when I trained as a therapist I would work very antisocial hours just going to and from patients because I used to go to people's houses um, so I work long hours anyway, um, and I've got a very strong work ethic. Um, but what I found really difficult was when I had children, um, I find working, doing a startup and trying to manage um, a family life and sort of keep all the balls in the air is extremely difficult. And I mess up all the time. Um, and my children are incredibly patient and understanding. You know, I'm always the mother that's not at the football match at school or that I get the date wrong or, you know, I the cake for the cake sale and you know and then I feel really guilty um but I think the good thing about working for yourself is that when on the other hand they have things like I don't know their nativity play or concerts or stuff that you actually do if you can organize your time well enough you have the scope to um to actually take that time out of your day and actually you know do those things that that's the advantage even if you're working till midnight later yeah 100 percent agree with you and I always remember seeing a, a post um one of the mums um, from school who'd done that, you know, ep epic 
parental fail of um, it being like World Book Day and driving to school and seeing all these children dressed in these, you know, ridiculously ridiculously ornate costumes as superheroes or, or whatever, you know, a million Harry Potters walking down the street and it was the, the mother who'd completely forgotten to to dress her child up and the child's like the only child coming to school in a in a uniform and, and feeling all of that all of that guilt. Yes. Oh, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. But then you just think, you know what, actually, I then when I'm not uh, beating myself with a stick about it, I think I have um, two daughters and a son. And I think I'm teaching both genders for different reasons that actually it's important for women to own their space in the workplace. Um, because that's what's changed in my lifetime, for sure. Mm. And how old are your children now? Uh, my da- elder daughter is um, 12 and I have twins who are eight. Oh wow! Okay, virtually the same as mine. I've got two daughters who are nine and eleven, so um, very, very similar age. But yeah. I, I totally agree with you. It's you know being, being able to work for yourself and being able to prioritise is um, a great thing. When you when you for me, it's like you know going to the sports days, going to the, the school plays, or dancing, which is my life. You know, five days a week um, yes. for the girls is. Um, yeah an amazing thing to be able to do when you kind of see there's not many other dads there doing that kind of thing. So yeah. I always give thanks wrong, for that. Yeah, when you get it right, it's great. Yeah. And then yeah. when you get it wrong, it's like, oh, no, I'm missing it again. Or when there's <laughs> some extra thing in that was never in the calendar, that's 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 always awful because you, you, I'm never here. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to say, so um, how much time initially – did you spend in China and um, maybe what originally led you to find Chinese medicine? I'm assuming you, you might have looked at a few other different things before you found that. Uh, yes. Um, funnily enough, I often say this to patients that often in life you find things out of desperation or inspiration. Um, and inspiration is definitely the, uh, the the easier of the two, but desperation gets you there as well. Um And I think when I had my car accident, I was just in so much pain and just nothing sorted it out. You know, I tried all sort of lots of, I had physiotherapy, I had normal massage, um, uh, I I saw sort of various different practitioners all sort of offering slight bound technique, you know, and often these things work, you know, these things have worked for other people, but for whatever reason, they didn't work for me. Um, Mm. And I think it was just desperation. One day I was just walking down a high street and it was just hurting so much. Um, and I walked past a Chinese medicine uh, place on the high street and just thought, you know what, I'm in so much pain. I'm just going to I'm just going to go in and have a treatment. It's it's they said, you know, 10 pounds for 10 minutes for this massage. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to have 10 minutes. Um, and it just so happened that that particular practitioner in that particular shop at that moment in time happened to be absolutely brilliant and just sort of suddenly transformed uh, my pain levels in 10 minutes. I couldn't believe it. So I went back to see him a few times. Um, and that was what really sparked my interest um, in Chinese massage and reflexology and the sort of the world of Chinese medicine. Uh, what I subsequently learned was that it's been quite badly sort of translated into the UK market. So it's it has quite a lot of negative press, which is a pity, but it's not just the negative press. It's the fact that people don't really understand how it works in the first place. So you don't necessarily understand why, why it's going to work. And do you mind taking the time to to explain um, the methods that you've put together, which again, excuse my pronunciation, but is it the Haiyu method, which is based on Yongshan? Haiyu. Haiyu, yeah. Uh, Well, the idea of the Haiyu method 
is that it's um, we've taken um, classical Chinese medicine, which is the sort of you know the ancient version of Chinese medicine, um, and we've just we've reprodu- we've reformulated it to appeal to a modern market. So we've looked long and hard at all these incredible solutions that it offers, but really we've just translated them and made them really appropriate. We've we've made them short, um, we've made them impactful, and with always with the idea of the brand, it's it's looking after your body in the way that you look after your teeth. So we think nothing as a culture of brushing our teeth every day. In fact, I mean, everybody brushes their teeth every day, I'd say. Um, And our teeth are part of our body. And we know that we brush our teeth because it feels nice when you do it. But also you do it because you know it's good for your long-term, your long-term sort of health of your teeth. Nobody's <laughs> suggesting you don't see the dentist, um, but equally you brush your teeth every day. And really the idea behind the brand was taking exactly the same concept into your body because your body needs the same thing. You need to look after your body in a few minutes every day doing the right thing so that you protect its long-term health. And that doesn't mean you may not necessarily need to see the doctor at some point. And it doesn't mean that you don't necessarily need Western medicine or a therapeutic relationship. But it's just about doing some very simple, quick techniques on a daily basis that will look after your health, will feel pleasurable at the time and will give you immediate benefit, but also long term benefit. Mm. And I often find that. Yes, everybody's busy in modern life, but entrepreneurs in particular, um, small business owners who are starting a business or or growing a business, um, the thing that they always leave to last is is looking after themselves. And it's always, you know, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. But I, I found in my life, you know, probably it's like a classic example of everybody starting in January with all these great intentions. And then, you know, having been in that industry myself, knowing that six to eight weeks later, 90% of people will drop that and get back into their old habits, be that, you know, nutrition, be that exercise, um, whatever that might be. And mm. I've noticed if I've made, and specifically did it this year, they made a conscious effort once I fell into that classic mistake of dropping the exercise, the mindfulness, the healthy eating, which was, you know, no sugar, um, no alcohol, you name it. And then finding that you rely on crutches, be that, you know, opening a bottle of red wine, be that going back into, you know, like chocolate, whatever it might be, um, that affects your work. And then, you know, you feel that sense of overwhelm coming. Whereas if you just do the things that you were going to do, but, you know, just those small steps and they don't have to take a huge amount of time in your day, it might be, you know, 10 minute meditation to start your day. It might be 10 minutes of stretching, exercise, healthy breakfast, etc. makes such a massive difference, but they just have to be small, gradual changes and you don't have to do them all at once. Oh my, uh, honestly, Alex, absolutely. I mean, that's the exact premise behind the brand. And, you know, I spent a long time kind of creating these rituals and really distilling down because you're saying 10 minutes and I'm thinking most people who I get into my clinic, you know, normal members of the public, I've been dealing with the public now for, you know, many years. They don't even have 10 minutes. No, no, you're right. I'm thinking 10 minutes. I'm thinking, to be honest, I don't have 10 minutes either. (laughs) I don't. I I already get up at six. I can't get up any earlier. Yeah. Um, I've tried to get up earlier to, you know, in the old days before I knew all this stuff, you know, to go running and all this, that and the other. And, you know, and you you do it for about once, maybe twice, but it's exhausting. Um, And so I distilled it down to one. 
I literally distilled it down to one, sometimes two. The idea, the idea of brushing your teeth. We do have time to do that. And also the other idea of the brand is to make life easy for people. Um, because a lot of this stuff, it actually gets, life's hard. You know, life's hard for everybody. Life's very hard for entrepreneurs, but life's hard, as far as I can see, life is hard for most people. Um, and therefore, Chinese medicine is a, such a great answer because it's grown up over thousands of years because life has always been hard. Mm. <laughs> life yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You know, life's hard now, but life is arguably harder in different ways, you know, then. I mean, life's mm. more comfortable now, for sure. You know, back in the day, you know, no, no lights, no central heating, you know, no contraception. I mean, there's all this stuff going on. It's not great. You know, yeah. women have 13 children. I, w I wouldn't have fancied that. Um, <laughs> no, but, no, and I don't think many dads would fancy either, actually. But, you know, <laughs> just to help cope with what I've got. But, you know, the idea being that this is a medicine that has grown up serving people for thousands of years, which is why it still exists. And really what I wanted to do was come up with solutions which are one one minute, one minute, something you can do in the shower. So instead of, for example, being in the shower and thinking about, you know, what you're going to make your kids for breakfast, which is a pointless thought, because you know when you go to the kitchen, you'll just deal with it, you know, in 10 minutes time. But our brains sort of wander around. And in Chinese medicine, we call that the monkey mind it's the wandering mind that doesn't really say on a, on a constructive thought and there are techniques that they created which which for one of them being the rescue breath for example where it's a very simple breathing exercise which means whilst you're in the shower using this particular product you're taking deep breaths into the body which is the best way to get your body energized first thing in the morning oxygen Oxygen, air, is the most important thing that we ingest into our body on a daily basis. Never mind nutrition, never mind water and exercise, breathing. And people don't breathe properly. So before we even go into a 10-minute meditation, which frankly has put me off already, I don't do 10 minutes of meditating in the morning. I don't have time. But what I do do is the breathing ritual in the shower in the morning for one minute when I'm in the shower anyway, followed by this very simple one-minute exercise when I've got out of the shower, which leaves me at that moment feeling the benefit immediately. I feel alert. I'm, I'm awake. I feel like I can actually start my day on the front foot rather than just, you know, before I kind of head downstairs and get deluged with the general family noise and all the stuff going on. But in that moment in my bathroom, I've got myself together properly, not just drag myself out of bed. And I feel like I'm dragging a lead weight around me before I have a cup of coffee. And because I feel like that and I feel well doing the correct things for my body, consequently, I don't need that Starbucks you know, nothing against Starbucks. Not, sorry, I shouldn't have said that name. But you know, nothing to coffee shop. There's nothing wrong with if you like it and, and having it because you enjoy it. But it takes the need away from it. It means that you're already alert because you're doing you, you're bringing in good oxygen and circulating it correctly around the body in a minute. In one minute, you're doing the right technique, and this is what Chinese medicine offers us. Great, I love, I love it, and I think yeah. what also doesn't help. Um, you know, when you when you're looking across social media, perhaps, and you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, you know, reading, following people like Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, you know, whoever it might be, and they're all, um, it's almost like a badge of honour. Like, what time did you get up in the morning? I got up at five. Well, I got up at four. Well, I got up at three in the morning, and I went to bed at midnight. I only need three hours sleep, and I just think it, it puts so much guilt on people that they feel bad about themselves and the sense of underachievement before they've even got out of bed and stepped in the shower. 
Well, interestingly, um, in Chinese uh, wisdom, we have, I think, a concept called yin and yang, which which most people have heard of. It's kind of polar opposites. And mm. yang is kind of action. OK. And, and the Western culture is very much yang. It's very much like doing. Um, whereas yin is the space in between. It's, it's very much more about being. Um, yeah. And it's the it's the gaps in between. And it's very, very important to balance the two. The reality is if you're too yang and you're getting up too early and you're being a bit too sort of, you know, uh, hero-y about the whole thing, is that you're going to burn out. And ultimately, your bo bodies are not designed to just endlessly work. I mean, I, I always say to people, you need to treat your body like a Ferrari, or you need to treat your body like an Olympic athlete would that even say, you know, Hussein Bolt, for example, he doesn't run all day long. He doesn't. He, he will yeah. follow a training program, which will be worked out in advance, which will maximize the benefit of his training based on action and rest. And that's, I think, very important advice to give to anybody uh, setting up a startup because I've done it myself. And it's very tempting to just work nonstop. But actually, taking rest is a really important part of looking after the body. And if you rest correctly, um, you don't need to do it for very long. You know, you could set yourself a program and, you know, get up at five or six in the morning if that's what you choose to do. But as long as you're taking, say, five small rests or you're moving your body five or six times during the course of the day, then you can sustain that. But if you don't give back into your body, whatever it is you're taking away from it, ultimately you're going to end up with an overdraft, a sort of energetic overdraft. Yeah, yeah, no, I get, I get that totally. And, and do you think then that uh, coming from a Chinese um, medicine background that, that work-life balance is possible? Um. Something you struggle I, with yourself, and I know I, I do. I, I, I struggle with it myself. I am. Um, I, I've just finished the book draft actually because we've got a book coming out next year. And funny enough, I've just put that in the book that the Chinese masters, for of which there are still, thank the Lord, several around the world, um, th they would be able to achieve, you know, the perfect optimum balance. But um, I feel, for me, I'm kind of in the trenches, kind of living the typical Western life, which means I'm. I'm able to empathize with the reality of of existence in in our, in our culture and I get it wrong all the time you know I mess up I'm a human I mess up I'm not a master I'm a I'm a normal person basically with a really motivating passion in life which is about this incredible medicine um but what I do is there are certain things that I do do every day um obviously I do the method and the reason I do the method is not because I'm self-promoting it, but because it works and because it helps and it genuinely does the trick. Um, and that's what I love about it when I see patients and they say, gosh, it's just made such a difference. You, you know, I know it's been created to make a difference. It's, it would be like me a hundred years ago telling you about a toothbrush going, well, just try it, you know, just brush your teeth with it. You'd be like, wow, it's amazing because, because this stuff really does work. And it helps me, um, it helps me celebrate the small spaces, which I think is probably in this day and age, the way to kind of keep the balance. It's basically focusing on the small things and appreciating them for, for, for what they bring you. I think we live in an yeah. age where there's so much available to us and our children at all times. And we're constantly kind of feeling the need to, I don't know, buy them the things that they need or go to places because someone else is doing it on Instagram. You know, my friend's kids have gone to Disneyland where we couldn't afford to go. <laughs> it's, you know, when I was a kid, that was not even remotely possible. Right. But all now it's kind of like, well, there's Euro Disney and there's, you know, not just Disneyland, but, you know, whatever it is, Toys R Us or, you know, whatever it is that they're yeah. after. Um, but to kind of celebrate those spaces in between um, and make the most of the little pauses in life. Um, perhaps even if you're on social media, which tends to fill in the gaps, 
use that time when you're on your phone on social media to do deep breathing at that moment in time. You know, I often say attach these techniques to something you're already doing. If you don't, even if, if you don't have time to meditate for 10 minutes a day, which is most people, by the way, you know, most patients I know all say, I wish I could meditate. I just like, I, I can't, hand, I just can't do it. And it becomes a stressful exercise in itself. So I say, well, before you get involved in that, although meditation is brilliant, just take 10 minutes at one, when you're on social media and use that time when you're on your phone to breathe deeply. Just And then when you've attached it to something you're doing, you'll do it. And then you'll notice that you'll feel a bit more alert for doing it. And then perhaps every time you go to the loo and wash your hands, do the reset ritual, which is this very simple ritual on the website, which is just a, it's a very simple way to move um, oxygen around the body and wakes you up. So rather than that means that rather than when you get to three o'clock and you're reaching for the coffee and chocolate because you're tired, you've got less reason to feel tired because tired is your energy lagging. But if you're moving oxygen around your body successfully, you won't feel so tired, which means you're less likely to reach for the chocolate, which keeps you in your goal of trying to be sugar free because you're giving yourself actually what your body's asking for. Yeah. Um, And ultimately, ultimately being more productive and being happier yeah actually just one more thing on sorry if you don't mind just on um, people getting up really early in the morning and, and that is that often what I find with patients is that they get very uh, many people get tired between three and five in the afternoon um, yeah. and we tend to sort of have this he-man culture sort of pushing through if you are getting up early um, because you've got a lot of pressure on and you're you know working hard and worrying about everything um, if you could factor into your working diary because one of the advantages of being an entrepreneur is that you can control your diary to a certain extent um and what i regularly do and advise patients to do is i block out half an hour in fact it will be after this um to just go and lie down for half an hour in in, in that moment when you're tired it's and have a nap because you'll find that you're much more productive afterwards and you get more work done it means you can get up earlier in the morning if you need to um rather than pushing through non-stop on like a 10-hour marathon stint um the body has ebbs and flows of energy and that moment in the afternoon is often when it's ebbing and the body needs a needs a breather and if you give it a breather at that exact moment you'll find yourself normally feeling a lot better afterwards that's perfect and you've probably just answered about two or three of the the questions i was going to round up with which is uh, which is asking you know what what are the most common concerns you see amongst you know busy business women and men entrepreneurs etc and any tips for dealing with it so um that's kind of encapsulated all of that which is which is brilliant great great snapshot so thank you very much oh you're welcome um and and just to finish off because i'm sure you've got a lot to do to to finish off your your day as well um going back to business side of things with yourself in, in your journey when you were mapping things out so say five years in now um was the, the physical products and then the um, appointments with clients. And then you mentioned that you've got a book coming out as well. Has that all been part of the, of the game plan or is that just organically grown as you've, um, as you've grown the business really? Uh, no, I, um, it was very much planned. I think one, one thing that I've learned from Chinese medicine is that goal setting um, and setting small goals to get to the goal is a really, really important way to ensure success. Um, and I know that's that's lots of other people have kind of moved into that space now in terms of goal setting and 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 you know NLP and that kind of thing. Uh, but that's been a traditional aspect of Chinese spiritual growth, um, and I just applied it to the business. So I'm very focused on where I want this business to go and what I want it to offer. 
Um, it's got a big philanthropic aspect to it as well. It's, you know, Chinese medicine is here to serve people. So yes, I have to make money out of it because I've got to run the company, but I want it to do a big, I want it to have a bigger program and that everything that's happening is going to take me to that, to that space where I want it to be. So to me, sort of every day is a, is a little mini goal to get to that overall goal. And, and the book was very much part of that because it's a, it's an opportunity to really, uh, with people who are very time poor and and you only often have snapshots of of time to get messages across to people that a book actually enables you to really get the full story out there. Yeah, yeah. We've been working on that book for five years, so it's a it was a really wow. Big, have you? I know. Labor oh of love. Yeah, it yeah. really has been. Mm. Um, honestly, elephants give birth more quickly. <laughs> 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 um, so uh, yeah, the and the fact that the first draft went in on Friday was you know a big achievement and, and felt yeah. a milestone for the brand. Mm. And and have you got a a goal of when you'd like to see that released in 2019? I'm assuming. Yes, it's out in May. It comes out. Okay, so yeah, cool. we're very excited about that. Hopefully, hopefully with the great. Hopefully, people will like it. I'm sure they will. Um, yeah. And just to finish off, last thing, uh, Katie, is what's the best way that people can um, find out more about what you do, find out more about yourself? Uh, well, the brand Hey You um, is obviously on all the social media, uh, Hey You Method, and uh, we have a website, uh, heyyoumethod.com. Uh, and that has a lot of information about all the aspects of the brand and all the products and all the free rituals that we offer. You know, there's a lot of stuff we offer which which doesn't have a product attached to it, and they're just as valuable. And that's a real point of difference of the brand. You know, we're here to help people, um, and they can book appointments with me through that. Um, I also have my own website, which is more about the diagnosis work that I do personally, which is slightly aside from the brand, um, and that's katiebrindle.com. Um, so it's all really contained there. Okay, and that's, um, did you say you had clinics in London and in um, Froome in Somerset or just in London? At the moment, it's just in London. We're okay. just, um, I'm, um, by the new year, uh, the clinic will be open in uh, Somerset as well. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. okay. So you got lots yeah. going on. Oh, yes. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah. why, that's why I use the method because it, it keeps it all ticking over, thank goodness. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time again. Really enjoyed talking to you um, and would love to get you to speak at one of our events, um, maybe 2019 round when the, when the book's coming out, something like that could be That'd pretty be cool. That'd be amazing, Alex. Thank you. And thank you so much for your time and interest and attention. So lots to be gained from listening to that interview with Katie, both on a, on a personal level um, and on a business level, um, especially with regards to um, time management, for one thing, um, can make massive differences in your life. If you just chunk things down, um, love how Katie's managed to get it down to one-minute rituals. Um, so I hope there's something you can take from that and implement in your own life um, to help you reach your goals, become more successful, become more efficient at what you do. So... Um, biggest takeaway I think from that was yes at the start of our, our journey as entrepreneurs we're all um, we're master of all trades aren't we we're, um, we're bootstrapping we're trying to do anything and everything be that um, sales uh, be that marketing be that the HR department you know anything and everything but for me it's being able to outsource 
as soon as you're able to, that you're then going to be able to to scale that business um, and, and make more than you know just a, a side hustle. If you want it to stay a side hustle, that's absolutely fine. Then you, you've got it nailed down. But um, if you're looking to to scale up your business, um, then make it a full time living. Then the things that you're not so good at, you need to start looking to outsource, um, finding an expert who can do those for you. Whether that's a freelancer to start with, whether that's bringing somebody onto your team, that's for you to decide which which is the best way. And hand on my heart, we've all made hiring mistakes um, without a shadow of a doubt, whether you're getting people who are younger with, with fresh ideas and enthusiastic, or you're getting those who are older, more experienced. Um, it's pros and cons been there um, both sides of the spectrum for sure other thing i wanted to pick up on was um the flexibility of being able to work work for yourself uh, something that katie mentioned there um you know saying that she's been the one who's uh, been at the school run and then you know not uh, not made the the cake that has to be brought in or, or got the kid dressed in the in in the uniform the costume for for world book day whatever it is and feeling like the worst parent in the world um Slightly identify with that when having to turn up to my daughter uh, Harvest Festival uh, this week and getting the time wrong by 15 minutes and missing missing the first song, which, uh, yes, I saw everything else, but she happened to be stood up singing in that one song. Um, saw her the last song at the end, but missing that one um, didn't make me feel good. So I could totally relate to that. Um, but that flexibility of, of working for yourself, you know, means you can make those decisions to go. And even though I missed that first song, I saw the other 25 minutes and there weren't many other fathers in that school assembly. There were a fair few mums, but again, their kids there who neither their parent was able to be there. And me having my own business um, gives me the flexibility to do, to, do, do, to do that if I can actually get my words out today. Still post-event um, from Saturday. So that's massive for me, being able to do that. How many other people are in a job and their employer won't let them take that time off for little things like that, be that Harvest Festival, Sports Day, etc. cetera. Um, I think it's amazing to do that. Um, so I'm all for that. So just to finish up um, today's show, um, as I said, we've just announced our, our last event of the year. Before then, we've got, we've got two other events so we're covering the country. We've got London, October the 30th. Um, we've got Manchester um, on November the 27th. And a very quick turnaround. We're now in Bournemouth, November the 29th, two days later. I was literally uh, the only date that Ray's able to do. So I proverbially, uh, metaphorically bit his arm off to take him up on that, obviously. Um, so all you need to do is go to startupu.co.uk forward slash events, and you'll see all three events on there. Um, enter the code, screw it, just do it, gets you 20% off, as a number of people did who came to last Saturday's uh, Startup and Scale Summit. We're definitely going to be looking at doing more of those day-long events. I think we might look at doing them during the week is one of my takeaways. Um, probably going to write a blog post on this, but um, love to know your feedback on what you thought, pros and cons. I take all feedback on board. I know uh, we got a lot right. There are a couple of things that we didn't that we can improve on. Um, same with anything in life that if you can, if you can, you know, take that and improve it by one percent every day, then you're going to be a hundred percent better in a hundred days. So I'm all for that. 
Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you all for coming out for that. And I hope to see as many of you as possible at one of those three live dates coming up uh, over the next seven, eight weeks or so. Thanks very much. Have a great week. If you like this podcast and you'd like the opportunity to attend one of our live events with some of the world's leading entrepreneurs, just go to startupu.co.uk and click on the events calendar. You'll be able to see our upcoming events calendar for the UK. Pick up a ticket from as little as £10, which includes complimentary drinks and the opportunity to meet and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs, find a mentor or an investor. You'll also have the opportunity to meet our speakers and ask them your burning questions in person. Hope to see you there. If you're an entrepreneur looking to start or scale their business, then I'd love to help you. Being part of the Startup U community means we can help you in a number of ways. Simply go to Facebook and find Startup U Club through the different groups on there and join. We can help you in a number of different ways through daily inspiration and education, through to accessing funding, investment and mentoring. In fact, pretty much anything that you'll need on your startup journey. And if you've got a great story that you'd like to share, then I'd also love to hear from you. Just go to startupu.co.uk, click on the contact page and drop me a message. I'd also love to connect with you personally. It's at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn and Twitter and at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. And if you enjoyed listening to this particular episode, then please subscribe and I'd massively appreciate a review. All you need to do is click on the ratings and review tab on iTunes and leave us your thoughts on there. Until the next show, remember, don't wait. The time will never be right. Action always beats intention. So just screw it. Just do it. This show is brought to you by RocketSpark, who make it easy for anyone to build a great-looking website. Each month, RocketSpark offer one lucky listener the opportunity to get a website absolutely free for the next six months to do some in-market testing of a new idea. Just go to rocketspark.com slash screw it, just do it to enter.